On this week's episode of Third and Forever, Kevin and I recap an absolute bananas week 15 that may or may not have had the largest comeback in NFL history. Uh, we're going to then get into segments of MVP of the week, Nathan Pierman Award, stock up, stock down, and preview week 16, and end things as always with our two-minute drill. All right, let's go. Welcome to this week's episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam Oz, joined always by my co-host, Kevin Olm, and uh, mobile producer, Dustin Luco. <laughs> Kevin, was that the craziest weekend of NFL football that we've ever seen? It it was, and it was made even crazier by the fact that like a bunch of it took place on a Saturday, which is always jarring for me yeah. when the season kind of gets into that late stage and college football's over. We got three kind of like a whole day of quote unquote prime time NFL football mm-hmm. on Saturday this week. And we started off with a bang, but before we talk I think, about that. Yeah. Another even crazy thing to add to the weekend. I lost a side bet. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah, what's that, so crazy. The heater, the heater, I guess ended for right now. Cooled for a moment. Uh, yeah. I blame the Eagles bears. because the, apparently the Eagles are not as good as we thought. I don't know. I don't know. Or the oh, bears are wow. better than we thought. <laughs> yeah, and so we should we should also address right at the at the top of the show here. Uh Dustin is driving right now uh yeah. and chose to be a part of the podcast, but he's he's got a lot of background. So, I'm, I'm going yeah. to I'm going to Bear Country right now. So Oh, my condolences <laughs> to you, sir. Yeah. But uh thanks. yeah, so if you're if you're watching a clip of this episode later and you see a black box underneath <laughs> me and Adam, Dustin is in there. Dustin's in that oh, <laughs> oh that's creepy. That's just, that's just like yeah, that. it's yeah. not great. It's not great. Yeah. And if you hear um, a bunch is... of feedback, it's his fault. It is uh, Christmas week, but we're not going to have an episode before another episode before Christmas. So Kevin and I are are in our festivus attire, uh, repping our teams. But what I have is lights, which you know just blind the camera. Okay. It's great. Well, what I have, and I was going to share this with you guys if we were in studio, but we're not. I have special holiday candles of both Matt Lafleur and Kirk oh, Cousins. Yeah. Uh, I could have gotten an Aaron Rodgers one and decided I'd rather not this year. So this is yeah. what we have. And for sure, I think I'm going to uh, bring the Kirk one and just kind of hide it in the 10K studio because it would fit right in there. And oh, yeah, absolutely. Maybe maybe I'll give the Matt LaFleur one to my father. But yeah, so that's a uh, oh, spoiler alert, Dad, if you're yeah. listening. Um, but so we, we are very festive <laughs> and we have uh, festive shots to do now. We do. Yes, we, we have we have festive shots. I have out of a Minnesota Twins one and because they, they just continue to they didn't fumble the bag not once but twice on Korea, I guess. So I'm going to sing the, twins. That's nice, the bear down. That's my baseball spiel. But I okay, have uh, sing, what do you have the bear down song? Uh, I have my Packers shot glass and some Captain 100 proof cuz I am still a college mm-hmm. student at heart. Yeah, and I just have some bourbon, so. Yeah, yeah, let me know when you guys are going to do it. I'm going to start singing. Ready, set, go. Bear down, Chicago. Well, cheers. 
That's the only part of the song I know. <laughs> Bear down, Chicago Bears. Wonderful. You know, when you said you were right. going to sing, I really assumed so, that you would know the words. I know as many words as all the other Bears fans know. I feel like there's got to be more words than that. I don't know. There's well, got to there be. Are, but um, I'm not at the stadium, so they're not on the big screen, so I can sing along. Ah, that makes sense. Ah. Okay, so week 15, uh, start off with the first, or well, I guess the second game of the week, the first one on Saturday. The Indianapolis Colts came to Minnesota, and uh, the the Minnesota Vikings will just find, just continue to find ways to Im- win improbable games. Like they just, I don't, I don't, I don't know. And at well, this point, and so this I don't one, think I'm ever going to know. This one had some cosmic stuff going on. Are you familiar yeah. with uh, Brett Coleman? Yeah. Oh yeah. So I saw this. There is, yeah, there's there's a phenomenon that has been dubbed the Coleman curse. Brett Coleman makes awesome, predominantly YouTube videos, kind of breaking down X's and O's and scheme and stuff like that of various teams throughout the year. And the Coleman curse says that whatever he makes a video on, the opposite kind of will come true after that. And he just mm-hmm. made a video about how terrible the Vikings defense is. And so yeah. I think that the universe was late getting the memo on this one. And it was like, oh, Vikings are going to lose. And then it heard about the about curse at halftime. And it had yep. to it had to correct. Yeah. Yeah. And so in wow. this game, so we obviously let's start here. The first half, it was a, uh, I mean, disaster uh, like that was like unprecedented. Like there was oh, a, it was, it was a so blocked, funny. There, there was a block punt for a touchdown. Well, first of all, uh-huh. the game started off. Special teams gave up a, a big return. They had it about midfield, and then they, you know, they got all the way down to like the one yard line. Didn't get in. They kicked a field goal. We get the ball, and it, not a good return. And I think then like a penalty backed us up. We ended up having to um, having to punt. And before you know it, um, it, it was a blocked punt. And it was caught in the air, and he just walked into the end zone for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Typically, mm-hmm. you don't see that very often. Um, Sometimes in uh, playoff have... games, you see that occasionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, some, sometimes. And um, then it looked like, all right, let's get let's get some momentum back. Talvin Cook breaks off a nice long run. It was like a forty yard run or something like that. Yeah. In the middle, at the end of the run, he fumbles the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, and so yeah. like there goes that momentum from that run and they drive down the field, scored a touchdown. I, I think that was their only, I think that was their only offensive touchdown. Well, and they didn't you have should m- mention at the jump, Jonathan Taylor got hurt. Like immediately. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor, he, yeah, he caught a pass. He caught, he got a pass and he, <clears> he ran over to the sidelines and he got tackled, you know, it got hit around the sideline and he got rolled up on. And so he was, he was out, went to the medical tent. He didn't come back. So mm-hmm. high ankle sprain, and it came out that he's done for the year. I mean, high ankle sprains usually are pretty long anyway, and also they're well, like four, play four to six weeks, no playoffs. Yeah, so that's kind of yeah. the end. So of it makes sense that he's done for the year. So they're without Jonathan Taylor, but they continued the Colts the whole first half continued to have unbelievable field possession or like field positioning. Like they were always getting the ball right around midfield. They didn't mm-hmm. really have. I don't think they had like a single. Like well, seventy-five plus yard drive. No, and it was, and the it was Vikings, a weird. 
were helping, you know, like the Vikings yeah. were like, here's a fumble, here's a pick six, you yeah. know, here's and a the block pick six. Punt. Keep in mind the keep in mind the pick six, you could mm-hmm. see it. So mm-hmm. there was two picks in this game that Kirk threw. Yeah. They were both targeting Jalen Rieger on both what, times. You see what, it. Jalen Rieger. <laughs> he, he, he went the wrong way. <laughs> what what a crazy coincidence that it happened yeah. to be Jalen Rieger. I know. And, and it's, it's him just fucking up on the route and it's like, well, maybe, uh, hmm, okay. So I'm that's starting to think that this Jalen Rieger guy might not be the guy, you know, yeah. I, I have a feeling that he might, uh, he might just not be, super impactful for you guys. Yeah. And so, and so that, you know, that happened, you know, before, before the game gets the pick six, when it was, I believe 23 to, to zero. Yeah. 23 to zero. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when the first uh, fumble recovery touchdown by Channing Sullivan occurred and that the refs, I don't know what the deal, they've been on a heater these last few weeks yeah. where they just decide to blow the play dead even mm-hmm. if it's questionable, even though they have strict instructions saying well, if it's questionable at all, you let it go because yeah. it can be reviewed. You can't review a blown dead play. And and it's, you know, you have that fumble recovery for a touchdown. It's 23-7, um, and we would get the ball at the half. You know, there was still now, plenty of time now. to get the ball back, which we did because in the next play, mm-hmm. the next possession we had was the pick six. So it was a quick you know, double whammy of, of, of a situation on that. It yes. was a, essentially a 17 point swing. Cause they got, ended up getting three points on the Michael Pittman non fumble. Um, yes. And, and so I, I want this on the record just, just as a, as a show of, of my status here, that should have been a touchdown. Both yeah. Chin and Sullivan touchdowns should have been touchdowns. I am not biased enough to be out here saying, no, that was the correct call. It wasn't. It wasn't the correct call. Now, I will hedge that by saying that in the second half, the Vikings were given approximately three unsportsmanlike conduct penalties in their favor that were the softest fucking calls I've ever seen in my entire you're trying to life. Say, you're trying to say... Are, are you referring to Stefan Gilmore launching Stephon, himself at JJ's Stephon, head? St- yeah, no, and and maybe that should be a call, <laughs> but you guys are acting like he stabbed him. And I mean, it was it was a hit. I don't I don't know we what have, to tell you, you. We are well documented for similar hits to Devonte when he was a Packer, and you yeah. were livid. No, no, I no. Mean, but like, here's, it, here's it, the difference. Here's the JJ difference. Has, I, JJ has been attacked the last few weeks with these type of penalties. So, like, it, he has like four in the last like three weeks against him. Here's the difference between those two situations. I like Devonte a lot more than I like Justin Jefferson. Therefore. It's not I feel bad. differently about the hit. I mean, that's yeah, just how oh, it works. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I just, but you, that, you, that lose, one I'll give you, you lose but all credibility in my eyes when you try to say anything about the refs in this game because they was, literally took away 14 points. There was one where, where somebody on the Colts, and you'll have to forgive me because I don't know anyone's name on the Colts, but one of the defensive like, players. They injuries on their defensive. Yeah, one of the defensive players, it was like a screen or maybe just like an outside run by Delvin. He like threw him down on the ground and like looked at him afterwards. And they threw a flag on it. Oh no, no, like, that was that. So that's the one that you're referring to that you continue to refer to when we first scored our touchdown, which yeah, happened. That was on your first, first touchdown. 
after it was on first you, you think it's on third down and it extended the drive it didn't it happened on first and 10 it okay, was but an it, end but around it, to jalen turned Rieger. like second and 15 into first and 10 15 yards down the field i mean that's not nothing no it's not nothing but it's also uh, you, the way you watch that whole second half i think we can easily ex- get a first down with couple plays considering how many yards we put up in that first in that second half so uh, that's where i'm like i don't think that's like oh if that if that doesn't get called then we'd never come back like that's that's a silly argument to me but um so obviously it was a disaster of a first half at every single phase Um, Correct. and then in the second half you flip the switch and they played damn near perfect at every phase like it was it, it was such a weird like cosmic thing, because keep in mind the previous largest comeback in NFL history deemed the comeback was back in 1993. Oh, no, I thought thought you were talking about Kirk. Never mind. Okay. No, I thought you were talking about the, you like that game. And I was like, no one's ever called. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I'm talking about in 1993, the original, the comeback, the largest one, it was a 32 point deficit where the Buffalo bills came Mm -hmm. back against the Houston Oilers. Uh, yeah, do, do you know who the Bills quarterback was? Back Little up Frank, Frank Reich. <laughs> Jeff Saturday just continues to take everything from this man. And it, it's just it's I feel just like so I feel like see. Frank Reich's taking his revenge in this one. Like he led the previous yeah. greatest comeback, and that record was only broken to stick it to the guy that replaced him. Yeah. And, and this and, this and was like, a big this was a big moment for the anti-Jeff Saturday crowd. And yeah. I consider myself kind of partially in that camp. I think he was the wrong choice here. And I see the argument. I'm not like upset about it, but there are people out there that are like very mad that Jeff Saturday oh, yeah. is the interim head coach oh, yeah. of the Colts. Cause he has no experience in the assistant coaches and yada, yada, yada. So like this was a big moment for them. Yeah. And, and so it, it going into this game, Keep in mind, it's not like, you know, I, I know the argument that you're ready to to pounce on is it's the Colts. It's the Colts. Um, the Colts, it not the Colts, the Colts defense, the Colts defense, <laughs> it, they were ranked ninth in defensive EPA, uh-huh. uh, seventh in yards per play and fifth okay. in yards per passing yards per game at only uh, 186 yards before this game. Vikings in this to- in total, Vikings dropped 39 points and 518 yards on them. Kirk, by the way, in second half, 28 of 42, 417, four touchdowns. That's the most in a single half in the last 45 years. Oh, and so, and, it, and what I've taken issue Twitter with that Kirk Cousins only had two touchdowns. Okay, what was that, Dustin? <laughs> you gotta N- cut N- out NFL. The, the NFL hates Kirk so much that they uh, now, they, they tweeted. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't tell you that, but the NFL did. <laughs> they tried to say when they did like their air, the FedEx air player of the week or NFC player of the week, they put mm-hmm. all the people up there. It was Trevor Lawrence, Jared Goff and Kirk. They said Kirk only had two touchdowns. Hey, and and Kirk won <laughs> NFC player of the week, even though he threw a pick six and another interception that as far as I'm concerned, because, are 100%. Because I feel goal. like, because people, okay, because people realize, <laughs> oh, maybe it shouldn't be to Rager. The only reason Jalen Rager was on the field is because Justin, Justin Jefferson had to come off because he was like illegally hit and he was down for more than five. No, seconds. that, that wasn't the Gilmore is. play. The yes, first it is. one. Yes, no, it wasn't. Yes, no, it the, was. The pick six was not the Gilmore play. 
No, I know. The I'm second saying interception JJ was, was off. I'm not saying yeah. that one. I'm saying JJ was off the field both of those plays because he was hit and which, he was down for more than five seconds. Which is just ammunition for my take that without Justin Jefferson, your wide receiver one, your team would be hilariously worse. You're right. They, like more than like any other team this year. They'd be like the Packers are this year without Devontae. We have, we have two wide receiver ones, and we'll get to that. But yeah. the point is that I don't think I've ever seen a team without their number one wide receiver regress. Like as soon as Justin Jefferson walked off the field, Kirk throws an interception. Like you can't stop and, it. And that's it's crazy. That's, that's why it's so funny that you say this because like you take, you literally say that to every single team with their receiver one or their best offensive player, you take them away. Yeah, no shit. They're worse. The Packers like, were undefeated without Devonte Adams. What do, and what how do are the they this year? What are they with? Like, what are, what's the record without Devonte this year? That's yeah, a my lot of, point a lot of other like, things changed this year besides just Devonte. When they were the same team week to week without Devonte Adams, they were undefeated. I I just I, I just feel like if you you could say that literally about any team that has an offense like Cooper Cup, the Rams. Look at them. Like oh the Rams, the Rams, but the Rams are a special like lightning in a bottle in a bad way and situation. To, see, to me, I hear that you're just moving the goalposts to fit your argument. That's, no, that's t- what that take sounds a, like. Take away, take away Jamar from the Bengals. How do they do? Take away Tyreek from the Dolphins. How do they do? Take away AJ Brown from the Eagles. How do they do? Like how, how about if you take away Diggs from the Bills? You think that Definitely Josh Allen can't get it done? You think that he can't get it done? He, and they got Cole Beasley now. I I doubt Gabe Davis. That's who I doubt, and that's my whole point. You take away the best. Oh, so, so now you doubt Gabe weapon. Davis after you looked down your nose at me earlier in the season for hating Gabe Davis for totally you were just valid reasons. To drop him to drop him. That's why. <laughs> like you were just wanting to drop for drop him's sake. Like, I finally convinced you to drop him today. Good, if yeah, because we're like in the last two weeks, are we going to play him? No, my friend. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> The second half, Kirk obviously exploded. Good day, massive day for KJ Osborne. He had 150 plus. Mm-hmm. Um, Ed Donatel uh, finally sent pressure, and the results. Guess what? We're good. Uh, in the, shocking. In the, in the first half, on the 17 dropbacks that Matt Ryan took, we only he only sent an extra rusher four times. Uh, not very good. <laughs> in the second half, he sent an extra rusher on 12 out of the 20 dropbacks. And guess what? They scored only three points in the second half. Who would have thunk it? You know, you now, feel now like it, it's here's the situation though with that. It's good. It's good that he's adapting. It's it's a net mm. positive for you. That said, against better quarterbacks than Matt Ryan, blitzing yeah. is sometimes it makes it worse. If you're playing Josh Allen and you blitz more, if you're playing Patrick Mahomes, like uh, sometimes. That's not the fix. Now against a Matt no, Ryan, right. it's but, definitely but like the fix, in but. in the game against Josh Allen, like keep in mind we had a couple takeaways. Like he he you have the, every quarterback like Josh Allen's a type that like he will trust his arm where he's going to be a little risky to, with the ball. Matt Ryan yeah. Matt Ryan won't do like he just a physically can't do what Josh Allen and all these guys can do anymore and nor could he probably ever. And B it's <laughs> yeah. like He's just going to take the the check down. So that's why being a conservative, you know, pre prevent defense does not work against those guys. We saw what Jared Goff did and like, it, it just doesn't work. You have to how, like, how okay. dare you, sir. Jared Goff is at least middle tier. He's, he's, he's at least the second best quarterback in the NFC North. I'll, I'll let you figure that one out. 
No, wait. This no. year. <laughs> no, Justin Fields is the second best quarterback in the NFC North after so Jared Goff. Goff is third? Is that what you're saying? Okay. No, Go- Goff, um, is, Goff is first. Rodgers is oh, third. Kirk is fourth. Uh, just to I, make you I mad. I don't think so. Um, so going into this, teams obviously <laughs> – this this is one of the best like banana stats that you always see in these games. Um, teams leading by thirty plus were one thousand five hundred and forty eight one and one, going all the way back to nineteen thirty. Uh, they're obviously now one thousand five hundred forty eight two and one. Um, Hell yeah! In the Super Bowl era, teams were zero and one thirty two when trailing by thirty plus at half. That obviously now changes to one and one thirty two. So I I it's it's tough to look at this game and be like, you know, oh yeah, everything was great because obviously don't go down 33-0. You know, like that's that's obviously oh, oh, bad. Oh, you, d- you don't say. Because yeah, but, the, the impression but that I've say, gotten from Vikings fans is that this is a triumph. I, I will say the only triumph in this, it's the, the, the positives that it does to the players' psyche in being like, they're down 33. Ooh, and they vibes. come back and they... And they outscore them thirty nine to three in the second half. I mean, that's like Patrick Peterson was saying. Like, we he was going around the locker room being like, "We only need five touchdowns." And play, some players were like, "He's you know think he's joking." He was dead like you know, and that's what it was. It, it, it's you need to have that mindset as a player. Like they don't think they're ever out of it. Which yeah, some against good competition. If we're playing the Chiefs and we're down thirty three nothing, or do we come back? Probably not. But. It, I, I think in that moment they're not going to go down. Like that's just, it, it, I don't know. I, that's I like that as a fan. It also makes it hard because I can never turn a game off ever. Nor do I ever do that. But like I, well that that I, that's I, the I insidious part of this is this was yeah. like if you were ever going to turn the game off, if you were ever oh. going to, I mean, I'm sure yeah. there were tons of Vikings fans at this game that left at halftime. Yeah. Like yeah, it's never been done. Just go. But like, and that's like, what's the and point? I will say credit like it it was i i've i've talked to a couple people that were actually there and well, a bunch of the 10k guys were there shout out yeah and and from what i was hearing on tv you know for me for us watching it at home i was like even in the third quarter when we're still down like five scores i'm like it seems really loud like on third downs i'm like it, it seems loud it's still in there and they well, were saying like, like you know like people you know it's it say it's stayed loud and credit to the fans that were there obviously it's because they've hard in crowd noise it's not actually and, not, that's not, and that's fake Seattle. snow that's and Seattle. Snow. Um, and, and so uh, Kevin, if you love snow so much, I think you can just go outside and record the rest of the show. If you want, I know you I, love the outside. I mean, there's plenty of snow out there and you know, I was really happy last season to go out into the elements and experience all of them. While I watched the Packers kick the shit out of the Vikings in Lambeau field. It was a who good was the quarterback. Who was, who, when's it's the last time the Packers beat it, Kirk Cousins? It's not, it's not when's important the last who time? the quarterback was. It's important <laughs> who the teams were. And me. I saw Devonte Adams last touchdown in Lambeau field. And now I'm sad. Um, oh, so <laughs> don't you love that trip down memory lane? Aren't you yes, happy you, yes, you did that to yourself? You really you brought that. that in here? Yeah, I I did that. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, well, oh, hey, you you kept going with I'm it. Out. So I'm out. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, um, but so well, so I I I I just want to be on a record here. Mm-hmm. Your team is quite fraudulent still. <laughs> I want you to know that my opinion has not has not changed one iota. Now. Had the Vikings lost this game, I 
me and Dustin, and I know this because we were texting about it, we're going to massacre you on this program. That did not happen, so you have avoided the worst-case scenario. But for at least one more week, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you you are not totally out of the woods here, man. You went down thirty three nothing, and your guys made a crazy comeback against prevent defense, and not, not crazy. Uh, they were still pre- <laughs> Stephon Gilmore was still pressing JJ, which don't do that, don't don't do that. You're gonna look very foolish, like he did on JJ's touchdown. Yeah, so they they weren't going prevent. They they were still very much guarding closely. Like don't don't try about that because like no they weren't yeah they but, were still but, but hypothetically and still trying <laughs> hypothetically if this game ends up being seventeen to twenty regulation you guys win by three points you know you mm-hmm. take away some of the context and you just have the final differential are you happy about that I feel like you're not yeah, in that situation. I, See, I'm happy because I know a win still counts the exact same, whether it's by 40 or by three. Mm-hmm. So doesn't, would, it doesn't would you, to change my opinion. Would you like to play not, the, I don't the weekly even, DVOA game with me? Uh, no, I actually, I know you were going to bring that up. Do you know who, <laughs> do you know who the 2022 Vikings have a very similar DVOA stats to? Kevin? Probably the 2010 Packers because of the no, way no, that no, you no, phrased no, that. No, Um. Dustin probably should know this because the, the AFC Bears. champion, the AFC champion oh, the Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals, they finished the 2021 season, their DVOA. Do you know what their numbers were? No, I they don't. were 19th defense DVOA, mm-hmm. 18th offense DVOA by the end of the year. Where are the Vikings at right now? Because I know you love to talk about DVOA. So the what's, Vikings, what's their numbers at? The Vikings are a little bit lower. They are 20th on offense. And 19th on defense. Mm-hmm. So not DVOA is not the end all be all. That's what I'm going to say. So it's just, I, I know you like to spit that in my face every time, mm-hmm. but I found that pretty interesting <laughs> that the AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals who also, were on the uh, doorstep you, of the Super Bowl. You guys have Samaje P. Ride just dove for the ball. You guys are uh, also have, have plummeted to 30th in special teams TVOA, which I got to imagine is a uh, function yeah, of this. I mean, last I'm not game. surprised. I'm not surprised in this game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not surprised by that number I'll, at all. I'll, also, um, one, one I, more note I, that I, I want to bring up. Oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. You go first. Yeah. No, I, I was just going to say this keeps going, going into my season long discussion that I have with my family. I got, I got a couple uncles that are a little pessimistic and it is what it is. Well, the Colts, the Colts have beaten the Chiefs. They they lost the Eagles by a point. The Texans also barely lost the Cowboys and Chiefs. We saw the Jags beat the Cowboys. This season has been absolutely like unprecedented with these weird wins. There are no juggernaut teams. I say what you want. Every team has their flaws. We're going to get to the Jalen Hurts one of it juggernaut all. team. Who? The Eagles. Talking about the Eagles? Yeah. What's How's their quarterback doing right now? That's my like, whole point. He's like resting every, because they already have also, the first seed locked also, up, he, basically. He definitely, he's resting by because he's hurt. Um, yeah, and they the, don't need the whole, to win, did, so they're resting him. He did look, he's had a couple stretches where that offense has not looked very good. Why'd they only beat the Colts by one point? We beat the Colts by more than they did. You beat like, the Colts I, by three points. Wow. 
Correct. Ooh. And that's what I'm saying. Like out there. this this year, like you hey, can't Adam, just remember look what you said like two minutes ago about how it doesn't matter if you win by one or forty, it's a win. Ooh, ooh yeah, correct. Yeah, that's a and great we're point. Both, we both beat the Colts. So, you know, I'm I'm cool with that. So you're the um, same. Kevin, okay. Question. Did you beat each other or who, what, what happened? Who's with that? who's more of a, who's more of a contender in your eyes? Mm-hmm. The Vikings or the Dolphins? So I saw some Twitter discourse on this. Uh huh. And it's what's hard. Your, what's, what, what is it? What is it? Because I know you want to say the Dolphins. I know Let's you see. do. Dolphins. I know you do. DVOA as I type it out and check. And let's see here. The Dolphins are third on offense. Holy shit. And they're uh-huh. 18th on defense. That is a delta that's large enough that I can say the Dolphins are more of a contender than the Vikings. That's a oh, lot. That's weird. That's weird. They have a worse point differential than us. That seems mm-hmm. to be the end all be all for a lot of people. So, but that's our only about the Miami only Dolphins. when it supports my argument, though. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. part that so, you're missing about this. And, and also, keep in mind, you ignore it when it's that the Vikings have the best point differential in the fourth quarter in the whole league this year at plus sixty six. Now, now do now do the third quarter. It's it's uh, not it's not the same. Man. Yeah, they well, they were <laughs> they were the better. They had a pretty good point differential in the third quarter to this week. It was plus eleven and then plus twenty two in the fourth. So. Yes, the the exception that proves the rule, and and my my final note about this game, and I do want to, I guess I have, I have two notes. Note number one, I would like to congratulate. So you, you. just blatantly lie. This this is a game. Yes, fair. Uh, this is a game that you will always remember. It's a game that all of us will probably always remember. It's a historic game. I would I would like to congratulate you to a certain extent, um, on on your win. And congratulate myself a little bit on my win because I bet on the Vikings and felt like the dumbest man on the face of the earth until the end of the game. Um, And then the second note I had is just uh, we need to have a discussion about Paul Allen and (laughs) like a like a like a wellness check. Did you hear the calls he was making during this game? Yeah, he wanted he wanted Gilmore. He wanted Gilmore put in jail. I think he said, "Yeah, <laughs> the, the man that's was." Why he's that's why he's adored by Vikings fans here. Like by majority of Vikings fans, they like him because of his homerism. The, that's the man, his whole shit. The man was literally, quite literally, <laughs> well documented to pieces on this. during the first half of the game. I was actually yeah. had the privilege of listening to him on the radio while running some errands during the first half, and it's such wonderful calls as. Hawkinson catches the ball, turns up field, and trips over absolutely nothing. He's just so upset the whole yeah. time. And then yeah. he flips it in the second half, and he's calling for guys to get ejected. He's, like, yelling insults at the Colts players. I mean, are you not a little the punter, embarrassed the punter about specifically. that? The punter specifically. No, I'm not embarrassed at all. Okay. His, whole shtick, his whole shtick is homerism. He has always said, he's well, like, I am employed homerism. by the Vikings. I'm by the lying. Vikings. I'm never not going to root for the Vikings like during my calls. And like, I'd much rather have a play by play guy that does that than one that is just a wet blanket, no bias, and I, he just, just monotone. There's like, no thank you. I no don't have you. an issue with the bias. The bias is baked in. The Packers hometown announcers on the radio, tons of bias. Not, but they don't. They don't embarrass themselves the way Paul does on a semi regular basis. They don't scream and yell and kind of and just like get like all well, up in their he, feels the way that to, he does. Uh, 
he seemed to get a lot of love during the Bills calls. So I, I, I have a feeling like you have a little bias that you don't like him so much. But, but as a Vikings I, fan, that probably my opinion in this matter, I think we should really try. Matters. I think we should try to have him on the show here because I know that the 10K oh, yeah. guys have interviewed yeah. him before, and I would very much like to ask him. I would be like Kelly in the office. Like I have a lot of questions. Number one, how dare you? Like I, I would love to just sit back and kind of. I've I've ran into pick Paul apart his he's, brain. He's a really nice dude. Like he he is. Doubt like, it. I, I ran into it. him at at the airport actually when I was moving out to New York. He was at the airport in my terminal mm-hmm. and yeah. I recognized him because he's a very distinct person. Doesn't, <laughs> um, doesn't like sound very loyal to Minnesota that he's trying to leave <laughs> when you ran into him. Okay. Um, you, you just hate Wisconsin. Then I, it looks like you've hated it for years, Kevin. No, I'm undercover. Um, I'm behind enemy lines. I parachuted in here and I am living, I am no. assimilating with the native population. It's like Avatar, no. right? Like, except for the part where he betrays his, his humans and inside yeah. blue people. Yeah. I'm not going to do that, but, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I As a Vikings fan, like, I, I really enjoy Paul Allen. I know some people don't, but I think the okay. majority do. That's why he's been our play-by-play for as many years, for multiple decades that he has been, since I think late nineties. I think he started, I think he's been doing it for 25 years. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, no, he's incredibly um, old. You're right. Oh. You're right about that. <laughs> he just started when he was young. <laughs> he's only in his fifties. I'm pretty sure. I don't even, he might no. be at the door set of 60. I don't he's like, he's like 85 he at least. Let's see how old um, is no, that's, Paul that's Allen. 85. Yeah, um, there it is. Yep. Found it. Yeah. Uh, also before my last note, like what I'm seeing from Duke Shelley, uh, I, 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 I do. I, 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 he's got that dog in him. I've, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I'm a Duke Shelley fan. Uh, also, also, shout out to Paige for doing, giving in all the superstitions that we did during this game. There were several that took place in our house. Oh, and really? It, you should, to our, you should to our eyes. Them. No, no, no. To to our <laughs> to our eyes, it it worked because the Vikings were losing at halftime by a lot, and then they won the game. Yeah, would would oh, you like to? You think... know, we did a bunch of stuff and they won. So, but we we are the reason that they won. Yeah, would you like to thank me for all the memes that I posted at halftime about how the Vikings suck that may ha- may or may not have jinxed what happened next? Sure, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Um, all right, let's pivot to Monday Night Football. This this uh. Yeah, Baker stinks. Yeah, so so we get to skip all of Sunday, which we'll come back to in segments, obviously. But it was – I just want to dwell on it for a minute. It was so nice not to have – so, like, just a, a little peek behind the curtain. Our, our fantasy football league, my team and your team, both had buys. So I had no dog in the fight from a fantasy football perspective. My guys didn't play until Monday. It was – probably the most relaxed I've been on a Sunday in quite a while. And it was, it was, it was like, it was almost like a little like half by week. Uh-huh. It was wonderful. Uh, but then, yeah, we fast forward over here to Monday night and yeah. yeah, Baker sucks. Baker's not good. And that's, that's really all that I was hoping for with this game. Um, it, it, people people get caught up in what happened at the end of the previous game and the kind of miracle come from behind win. 
The man is not good at playing football. We know this. So apart from that, you know, I thought the defense pretty much did what, what it was supposed to held in the 12 points, a couple of turnovers. There was a, uh, galaxy brain interception by Razul Douglas, where he did ring around the Rosie with the guy who was trying to tackle him for about 20 minutes and then threw the ball 15 yards backwards. Yeah. Um, uh, so that wasn't, that wasn't ideal, but besides no. that, I thought they looked pretty good. Um, and a couple of notes I had from this game. This is the first time that we've seen uh, Romeo Dobbs on the field since the Christian Watson some are calling it a breakout. Some are calling it a revelation, a renaissance, uh, just explosion <laughs> that's happened into superstardom, rookie of the year conversations. So this is the first time we've seen both of them on the field since that happened. And I liked what I saw. I thought they were both involved. They didn't really need to be in this game was kind of the the bottom line of it where, you know, the Packers won this game with a lot of running and a lot of defense. but. They both looked good. Dobbs looks good coming back from the injury. Uh, you know, no worries there. And it was a nice little preview of, you know, maybe next year this can just be our one and two. Like, I think that's very we, we did get We did get yet another what-the-fuck interception by Rodgers. Um, <sighs> yeah. Which is becoming, like, that's like the – we just see well, that and it's a lot because that doesn't happen usually. And there was year, some conversation about, I think, I think it was Lazard that was Lazard yeah. one to that of him bailing on the route in kind of a similar Rager way. It wasn't quite as clear cut, but, but I, you can see, cause like he was clearly going to the open space. Like if he kept running, yeah. we talked about it. Like you would run into the he, safety. Like there's a guy was, right there. He was sitting down kind of in the hole in the coverage that he had found yeah. where Rogers was just leading him on where he was going. It was, a right. head scratcher it was tough and it's it's kind of indicative i think of alan lazard's kind of descending in in terms of the ranks of weapons on this offense i just i don't see a scenario where he is reliably looked to ahead of watson and uh dobbs at this point i think that you know he was i don't think that lazard is a bad weapon it just seems like Mm -hmm. these new guys have the juice and he was kind of the best of a bad situation which sounds mean because i like alan lazard but it it is kind of a trend that i've been noticing uh another trend we got aaron jones and aj dylan both very involved in the game plan here both you know putting up the the fantasy points and getting a ton of opportunities uh, individual of each other, and it worked. They both had excellent games. Except the uh, you know Dylan got concussed there at the end, which not his fault. Just kind of a footnote on the rest of his night, which was good. And it just really makes you wonder what this offense could have looked like if we'd been doing that every week, Matt. Yeah, Matt. <laughs> it's it's a little too late. Okay, little, Matt. Too late. oh it's just i don't know so that i mean it's nice to see it's good to see for this little playoff run that we're doing and that was really my final note for this game is just that the packers are still alive and we get to keep saying that for at least you know another handful of days here and we'll see what happens this week but i don't know i just i'm finding it very hard uh... Mm mm-hmm 
you have to play three teams that have keep in mind you have to you have to clarify 500 or better record yeah yeah no so, three, uh, three teams with the 500 don't let, don't or let Aaron Rodgers say f- like above 500 because it'll be like well one of them doesn't have above yeah 500. well and, and it's like I don't a little know, southern just, accent that he puts on it just seems to me like I'm I'm having a hard time getting to hope if that makes sense I'm seeing a lot of it bubbling up now on the Packers Twitter and whatnot and people going oh you never know maybe they're still alive I'm I'm getting 2010 mm-hmm. vibes from this team fuck up. no you're not first of all that's not yeah. even kind of the same thing so I don't know there's a chance the the thing that I'm kind of holding on to my little my little nugget that I keep close to my heart here uh, is that there is a fairly reasonable scenario, fairly attainable kind of situation here where at the end of the season, the Vikings end up as the number two and the Packers end up as the seven. And we play the first week of the playoffs. And that Mm -hmm. is kind of a can't lose for me because if we lose, (laughs) we were supposed to lose. I've been saying we suck all year all right i have not been out here you know preaching from the rooftops that the packers are some secretly great team but if we were to win yeah i i I could do the whole podcast naked like i just there's no limit to the amount of trolling i could do to one two three everyone in my entire life so yeah it's a can't lose situation for me and that would be pretty fun to, to just see what happens it's just just try it out. I, I, I saw this uh, earlier or this week or last weekend or something like that. Um, with Did you know that Kirk Cousins has more fourth quarter comebacks in the last two seasons than Aaron Rodgers has his entire career? Yeah, because Aaron doesn't try to be losing in the fourth quarter. That's kind of, that's not what you <laughs> try that, to that's do the, as a quarterback. That's exactly how I knew you'd say that. You'd, you'd respond. Because it makes sense. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, Aaron Rodgers is constantly called, you know, he's constantly known as like, oh, can't many, like, oh, too much time. Like, oh, how no, many oh, no, wins does Aaron Rodgers have in his career versus Kirk Cousins? Because I feel like when you go into he's, the fourth he's got a lot more games lead, he's got a lot more games played. So how about you know. how about wins per game played? I'd like to see that stat. Why don't we just say wins since Kirk Cousins joined the league? It's very true. You could do that. We've only had he's like got one, less this year. He has one and a half bad seasons. Sure. For sure this year. Um, but all right. Uh, you have anything else from this game? I don't know. It <laughs> no, was kind of no, a ho hum. I don't I don't really have a whole lot of notes. Quay, it, Quay it Walker was... needs to work on those bricks he has for hands, but besides yeah. that, I don't I don't really have that much. All right. Um, let's go on to our segments. All right, and let's do it by whoever's moving the fastest at this current moment well, goes first. If we do it that way, it's the same way as what we've been doing with teams differential in the in the week where <laughs> my team's the only team that lost but there's That's an correct. asterisk we played the number one team in the league so mm-hmm. well, okay well dustin why don't yeah why don't, why don't we do it in that order we'll we'll do it starting with you and then adam and then me yeah so mvp of the week dustin who you got we lost dustin <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, no, he's going. He's going through a bad spot. He's going through uh, a tunnel or something. All right. Well, Adam, why don't you go? <laughs> all right. I don't think you'll have mine, so I think I'll be okay. Take yeah. going. Um. So my MVP of the week actually goes out to the fans. 
Um, out of these 16 games, 12 of them were one score, and three of them went to overtime. It should have been four, which I'll I'll get to that one. Um, mm-hmm. and this is why the NFL will always be king. Like, it, I mean, it it will. It's just it's so ridiculous that NFL, like the NFL is rigged or NFL rigged was trending because it was just so ridiculous. Yeah. And it's, it, I don't know, well, and, man, and, it's and always people, gonna be on top. People flip out. They're like, that was the best world cup final of all time. Like we had like yeah. three of those every week in football. Like, yeah, I, which I, it was a great, it was a great world cup final, but like, no, it yeah, was, but like that was yeah. the outlier. Whereas in football, we get three or four of those every single week. It feels like. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, Dustin, are, Dustin, are you yeah. back? Yeah. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yes. What's your, MVP? what's your, what's your performance? My MVP of the week goes to Bill's mafia because Ooh. they were fucking snowballs onto the field. <laughs> up the, line, or the, the Dolphins it, offense. It sounded, that, you kind of cut out there for a second. It sounded like you said they were fucking snowballs. Yeah, yeah it, it did sound like you said the fucking snowballs. Uh. No, that was, that was funny though. Cause well, and, and the thing that I, I heard people talking about after the fact that was kind of funny is like, what if it was Dolphins fans throwing the snowballs? Because the refs been. were like threatening like, Bill's no. Mafia with like unsport or like delay of game or something like that. They were like, we're going to call a penalty on you. It's like, what if it was the Dolphins fans? You don't know. Well, yeah, but yeah. I'm going to say that's the reason that the Bills won the game because they got in the Dolphins players' heads way too much with those snowballs. And they like, yeah, gotta- <laughs> that's got to be it. I like how he just have his thumb. I think Sorry. it's his thumb. Like it's just like, I passed a cop, so I had to hide my screen. It's it's oh. he's like ET on like ouch, like pointing his <laughs> yeah. finger at you. All uh, right, that's, right, Kevin, what's yours? That's a good one. So my MVP of the week goes to, and this is gonna sound weird because it's in a loss, but I feel like we dunk on Lovey Smith quite a bit, and. The Texans didn't win this week, but this is the no. second week in a row that they've really showed up and like given them, given the other team a run for their money when it's been one of the top teams. You know, it was the uh, Cowboys last week. It was the Chiefs this week. Lovey Smith is like getting his guys to show up and actually play yeah. as opposed to what I would want to do if I run the Texans. Like, you know, it's called the, it's called pulling a Brandon Cooks where yeah. you just stop playing and give up. And so I, I feel like we need to give Lovey a shout out here because he's getting the guys to show up. I mean, they're making games yeah. of these. Yeah. They're, they're frisky. They're frisky. Um, all right. What's your Nathan Peterman award? So my Nathan Peterman award is, is it the obvious okay. one? So I'm going to give you the obvious one because I think, right. yeah. So my, my Nathan Peterman, I'm going to take a chance to kind of do yet another victory lap here. Uh, my Nathan Peterman is going to go to Mr. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. for his four turnovers in an all-time Tom Brady collapse. I don't know if Tom Brady's ever collapsed worse than this in terms of I think they were up 17-0 against the Bengals, ended up losing by multiple scores, just an atrocious second half. The last he time really, was probably when uh, he tore his ACL or whatever it was back in like 04. That was, that was a big collapse by him. You're right, Dustin. Yeah. So, I mean, just 
a terrible, terrible showing out there by Tom Brady. And he really had us going for a minute where the Buccaneers actually looked halfway decent for the first half. And it was like, oh, maybe, maybe Tom's got to figure it out. Maybe they're going to fix it. No, Tom sucks. He's washed. He is beyond washed. He is, he is like power washed. Like he's been destroyed. The mold on Tom is gone. He's been hit by a fire hose. It's over. (laughs) Jesus. Adam, what's your Nathan Peterman? <laughs> um, my Nathan Peterman award uh, it ha- it has to go to Jacoby Myers. Yep. It has to. Like, <laughs> he's, what are you doing, he's quite man? literally the player who what, hurt his team. What are you? <laughs> what are you doing? So, <laughs> the New England Patriots <laughs> they went down to to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders, and the the Patriots were very much sniffing around. If if they if they win, mm-hmm. they are their odds of making the playoffs go up to like eighty percent or eighty yeah, some big, percent or big, whatever. Big old whiff. Yeah. And and they, they lose and their odds go down to like twenty. So it, a lot at stake in this game against a very winnable opponent. Well the it, it let's start off by saying that uh, the Raiders receiver definitely was not in bounds uh, on that touchdown. Was that a, but, that was Keelan Cole, wasn't it? Yeah. Keelan Cole. They yep. just said, yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's good. And like, <laughs> and, and, really and, they, wasn't. and they checked it and they were like, and no, they checked it's it. fine. And like, Oh <laughs> no. It's just like, okay, well, all right. Overtime that sucks, but the Raiders probably won't win this in overtime. I don't know. And uh, the Patriots get the ball. With, I want to say it was like under a minute. 24 I think. seconds. Yeah, 30 seconds. Like 32 seconds left. They get the ball. So they start off, get get eight yards. What what does that mean? Dustin, Dustin. Is, Dustin is dropping from the call and then re-entering, but not muting himself. It's a whole yeah. thing. There he is. Oh. Um, all right. So they get I'm the gonna, ball I'm gonna mute with, him. with 32 seconds left. They start off with an eight-yard pass. They call a timeout. Uh, Mac Jones throws an incompletion and they get 12 yards up the middle. And so they have it at the 45 yard line with 14 seconds left, 55 yards to the end zone. Uh, they tried to short pass, right? Didn't get anything. Another incomplete pass deep. So there are like 10 seconds left, not a whole lot of time. And you'd think like every NFL team, they'll go a Hail Mary. No, no, no. They, they call a draw. Uh, and <laughs> Stevenson breaks free. He gets to like the 32 for 23 yeah, he, yards. He got like a pretty decent chunk. He then, but the clock is expired. So it's yeah. like, okay, overtime. He then turns around and throws the ball back to Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers danced around for a little bit. He then decided to huck the ball across the field back, back yards, back like 20 to, yards, like to Mac like Jones. Lot. Who has Chandler Jones just standing next to him? Who, by the way, Chandler Jones is a lot bigger than Mac Jones. Well, and and Chandler Jones, who you got to imagine, was just hanging out. Like, yeah, he wasn't doing like, anything. <laughs> and he just, gets the ball. Just there. And he catches it. And he just stiff arms Mac Jones into the turf. Through, through the over crust him, of the earth. Like. Steps over him and runs in for the <laughs> touchdown. And the Raiders win. And I'm like, ah. I don't. I don't know. This, this, this one gets chalked up to just to just pure panic. 
Because and the Ramondre worst... wasn't supposed to lateral the ball, and no. he lateral it to Jacoby, and Jacoby's brain just exploded. Yeah. <laughs> and the worst part about it all is Jacoby Myers was like, yeah, at the press, uh, after in the postgame, he's like, yeah, I thought I saw Mac Jones open. It's like, open to do what? <laughs> Run 60 yards? Like, what? what when he's, when he's standing right next to Chandler Jones, like, yeah, he'll get away. <laughs> I just, oh, it was bad, man. Uh, yeah. Dustin, all right, you're up. What's your Nathan Peterman Award? My Nathan Peterman Award goes to Jeff Saturday for the worst halftime adjustment ever. <laughs> like, what Guys, the fuck, I, I have an adjustment. We're going to lose. <laughs> Here's what we're going to do. We're going to run He's the like, ball I have for the yards. Then we're going to miss every throw. And we're just going to let this team come back into the game. Here, here's what we're going to do. It's called Zach Moss up the middle. I'm curious. I'm curious, times. like what from from your guys' perspective, at what point were you like, "This is actually happening, isn't it?" At, after the second Vikings touchdown, and I was like, "Okay, hold on." Now it's you know, it's really like a after the, the ham. I think that was the CJ Ham one. So I think the goal line one. Because it was so fast. Colts touched the ball. Yeah. I was like, all, right, all they got to do is run a couple minutes off the clock. They don't have to score, but just run. Off the clock. Yeah, it was like get That's a first you down. Do. Only- they didn't get those first downs. No. <laughs> they they kept calling receiver screens that went for nothing. Oh my god, the receiver <laughs> screens to Pittman. It's like he's not a quick twitch like no. open space guy. That's not his and thing. Like, and you're you're never like throwing. You're not. You're never like trying to show that and hit something deep. So our defense is just coming downhill every time. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah. Oh, but so I, I saw. I saw this. So, like, the Vikings, you know, they were down 29 points with 23 minutes left in regulation. Mm-hmm. They're following five touchdowns, averaged two minutes and seven seconds. Yeah. You have, like, in order to do that five times, like, that's insane. Like, that's, yeah, it, it's truly, like, it should never happen. It should. Yeah. And, like, no, it- yeah. So, just Saturday, just. He, he's out of a job. Like, he's not going to be that. Yeah, if you were there's just, no way. That, that was their average time of possession. It'd be like, oh, they definitely got killed then. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it, yeah, it was bad. Um, so, all right. Uh, what's your stock up, Dustin? My stock up goes to refs. We talked about it a lot. Refs. You guys are saying they blew a bunch of calls and whatnot, but hey. Any publicity is good publicity. So stop no up things. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I like no. it. We're so talking about it, right? Because they're getting in the news and they're they're getting talked about. So that's that's a good thing. Yeah, that's fair. Actually, so we'll I, I like that take. Uh, um. All right, Adam. What's so your my, stock up? My my stock up actually goes to the Detroit Lions. They are making waves. They are seven and seven. They're scoring points. Uh, scoring points. They're scoring points. <laughs> and this is this is where this is where I want to get a little festive here, and oh, and no. I mean the Christmas spirit. So I decided to think about what would the NFC North teams be as Christmas gifts. Let's start with the oh, Lions. No. The Lions. They're that hand knit sweater you get from your grandma. At first, it's a bit itchy. You don't think it's going to work. But then after some time, a couple mm-hmm. washes, it's mm-hmm. become a very, very dependable part of your wardrobe. You you wear it. You're like, you know, I, I feel I feel warm. I feel like I can accomplish, you know, go out in the, the elements. I feel good. And, and it's very dependable. 
Uh, the Vikings, mm-hmm. with the Red Rider BB gun. You know, it's very exciting. Can cause some damage, but you shoot also yourself in the you're face. extremely likely to shoot your <laughs> eye out, like at any given moment. So <laughs> let's let's move on to Green Bay, the Packers. Mm-hmm. Their hoverboards. Remember those? They used to be all the craze. Everyone, every kid, every kid wanted those hoverboards. The things that like the little oh the, the wheels. Every, like every kid wanted one. Oh, Everyone yeah. wanted one of those things. They were fun, usually a good time, but sooner or later, you're gonna end up getting hurt. And you're probably never going to use it again. And it's, yep. it's, it's the craze is over. Then lastly, we have the bears. The bears, the leg lamp from a Christmas story. It <laughs> sure looks fun at first glance when you see it in a window, but that fun can quickly break into a million pieces. Just like the bears are going to do to Justin Fields. <laughs> Justin, what's yeah, your I, response? What's my stock up. I agree. We bought my grandpa. Oh, like lamp because that's his favorite movie. <laughs> Good response. Huge. So he agrees. Yeah. All right. All right. Kevin, well, what's yours? my stock up uh, is going to be Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, Mitchell won a football game while Justin Fields lost a football game this last week. So I'm not trying to make any sweeping judgments, but I think it's pretty clear who the better quarterback is. I mean, you know, the, the stats don't lie. QB wins is is a rock solid stat. Um, yeah. So stock up Trubisky, Maybe stock up for his week about how he's he's catching picket in wins now. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I hope he gets to play the Panthers every week. Yeah. No, no response. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, my What's your uh, my stock, stock down. So my stock down. And it's kind of so. My stock down is birds, uh, the birds, and it's kind of also yeah. a, a tangential stock up for the cats because the birds went one and four. The Eagles almost lost in Chicago; they were the one win. Every other bird team lost this week. The cats went three and one. Yeah. So, nice. I mean, unfortunately, we didn't have any cat bird games this week to to really take advantage and swing the series back into the cats' favor, but. It's looking like the cats are are stocking up, as Dustin would say, and the the birds are stocking down. So yeah, the, the, the birds are not scoring as many points as the cats. That's the problem. No, they it's weird. It's points. weird how suddenly, like the you know, the Cardinals are not scoring any points anymore, and yeah, you know, the Ravens. It <laughs> 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 might be a trend with these bird teams. I have to look yeah. into it more. Um. All right, my stock down. Keeping it with the birds, it actually goes to Jalen Hurts' MVP stock. So the news came out really? that he, just because it came out this week that he looks to be suffered a right shoulder AC sprain, uh, I think is what they're calling it. And yep. it's looking like he's very doubtful for this week against the Cowboys, probably also doubtful next week. And then after that, there's only one more game that might be meaningless. So we might not see him the rest of the regular season. Um, I like to think that it was a pretty close. It was a pretty close race between him and Mahomes. They seem to be the two clear cut guys. The last chapter of the year. Uh, that's going to hurt. I mean, it, it is what it is. Like there's going to be some people that probably won't punish him for it, but I know there's going to be some that will take that into account. Him not playing these last three weeks, if that's the case. So his MVP stock might take some hits because if the Chiefs keep winning and Mahomes keeps doing what he does, 
Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it might, it's going to be a close vote, I think, but definitely hurts him not playing. Yeah. You know, no it, it hurts. It's uh well, there's, there's plenty of puns to be in, you know, intended or not. There they are. And yeah, tough look for sure. Yeah. Uh, Dustin, what's yours? My stock down is going to Zach Wilson. Uh, <laughs> old buddy comes back. Old buddy. The Lions, who aren't that good on the road this year. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even score that many points for the Lions. Like, and he still lost to them. Like, what is he doing? He threw for 300 yards. Yeah, they only scored 17 points, though. I mean, he had some ugly plays in this game though he had a couple like he had one that was just a duck that went flying through the air like way up high and i will say though happened to box out the db i will say though the the, he the throw he made to elijah moore to get in the field goal range elijah moore what are you doing jumping back he made a 58 yard attempt when it could have been like a 52 50 yard attempt i mean yeah that was bad uh, maybe that was Elijah Moore being like, ah, fuck you. I'm not going to give you a win. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> like, they throw the ball to Elijah Moore. And he just starts running backwards. Like, yeah, ah, trade me. Cause he does, he does what Tyreek always does where he kind of jumps back. But Elijah Moore definitely does not have Tyreek speed. So no. it doesn't work. Uh, but yeah, that's yeah. No, tough. Zach Wilson sucks. Mike White is the guy. I think yeah. last week kind of solidified it. Uh, all right. I think we can get into our week 16 preview. Uh, we Let's start with, with Saturday because we both are, again, I plan, the Vikings plan Saturday again. The Packers now get to play on Christmas, but let's start in chronological order here. Saturday, we have the New York Giants traveling to Minnesota, take on the Vikings. The football um, Giants. Yeah, the New York football Giants. There, not, not, the, not the baseball Giants to be confused, you know. Yeah. Uh, the, those, those San Francisco, New York baseball giants. That's what they're called. Um, so yeah, the, the football giants, uh, my notes here, how do you respond after that comeback? You know, how, what, well, what's, what's the mindset? Does this qualify as a miracle win? It, it, it most certainly does. And yeah. that's why you're going to lose this week because ah. the giants are just competent enough to, like steal a victory in a weird Christmas Eve. The vibes are all strange. The end zones are white. The, yeah. the, and the, the uniforms are logo. almost all white, but not all white. The helmet's not. The helmet's the only thing that's not white. But yeah. Yeah, which like why not? Because the NFL only allows X they're only allowed like six alternate helmets. No, they're only allowed two helmet shells, and you guys. No, only but I'm, ever but I'm saying, purple. but like it was a new one. We didn't. We don't have an. We don't have an all white one. It would be like a new. Like that's why the Bengals had their all their white helmet. But the like NFL didn't only tell you guys amount. you couldn't have one, did they? There was only like approved ones. They, like that, that was they, the whole post. No, like but they, like but they said that like everyone can have two now. So like you guys could have had a second one. They didn't tell you no. It, it would be silly to have a, I don't know. I, I guess I don't know how the white one would be, but I don't know the, how that work, the inner workings of that. I don't, I don't know if they seems, tried and it just didn't seems work. silly to have a white out with a big giant purple helmet on your head. But who am I to judge? <laughs> Does Penn state, do they, they don't, do they wear all white? Yeah. Like they're so. like their whole uniforms are their all helmets white. are white. Aren't they? I know. But like, 
I guess I don't also, know. I know also there's like college also college team uniforms are so well, yeah, they, they got a rule. There's no rules. Uniforms. There's yeah. no rules. <laughs> yeah, Which no rules. should be how the NFL um, so yeah, is, but, honestly, but whatever. Yeah. It makes zero sense that the uniform rules in the NFL. But uh keep Daniel Jones in the pocket if you can. You know, that's that's his he does the real oh, damage. You guys you guys out, can't out even hope and, to contain D Jones. You think um, I forgot about whoever, my love of D Jones? Do everything you can to contain Saquon. You know, he's their engine of their team. And they have a very good pass rush. Dexter Lawrence is having a very good year. Kayvon Thibodeau, he was player of the week for the NFC last week for defense. He's a very, very good rookie. Yeah, he had an um, awesome strip sack, like, yeah. touchdown thing. Yeah. Yeah, he had the he had the sack, forced fumble, fumble recovery, and a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, and the, and the one cool. play. Uh, yeah, use, use quick hitters, get to offset the Giants pass rush. Um, and I, I want to comment on this because it came out today. Wink Martindale, Don Wink Martindale. He is the defensive coordinator came over from Baltimore from, uh, or to the giants. He was quoted by saying that he's a, he's blue collar. Whereas Kevin O'Connell is more like a Harry styles. I, <laughs> I, 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 uh, heard that. That's I, so I don't, funny. I don't understand. Like, first I, like, of all, I thought you were going to say a white collar, but he was no. like, he went, he went all the way to hairstyles. Yeah. yeah. First of all, there <laughs> goes the over under or my over under on if whether Wig Martindale knows Harry Styles or not. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Secondly, I feel like blue collar people don't have to go around saying I'm blue collar. I'm blue collar. Like that's just like, that's, I don't know. It, it just seems a little like, it's not the insult. Cause like, Let's be real. Like Harry Styles slaps. Like I don't know. I feel like that's that's not an insult as much as you think it is. Wink, but yeah, sure. And, okay. And if, there's, and if there's one like head coach of the NFL that you could compare to Harry Styles, it's not Kevin O'Connell. No. Like it's Cliff Kingsbury. It's yeah. there's, a, there's a guy. Yeah. It, it, yeah. He's the one. I just I just feel like it's unnecessary because it's like I don't know. Like do, do, do you want? I, I don't I, this this to me that kind of a comment is like the perfect thing for like oh opponents defensive coordinator says this offensive head coach of that team then decides or you know they proceed to put up like 35 points on them like it, it's just like one of those moments where it's like ooh, this is not ideal like this could it's, be a freezing it's, cold take like, it's quite a curmudgeon take too it's not a yeah. good look in general no it, it doesn't make any it's such a weird thing that happened today so I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Uh, whiteout. I, I'm interested to see how the whiteout goes. I hope it. I hope it. Uh, it looks looks good. We'll see. But I hope it doesn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do we think the line is here? The line I'm gonna say is. Oh wait, who's going first? You can go first. Let's. Uh, okay. Nope. I will say Vikings minus two and a half. I'll give the Vikings three. All right, so uh, the line has not changed since I got these when the lines came out. It is Vikings minus four. Oh. Uh, the over-under has changed a little bit. Uh, what do you think that is? I'm going to say over-under is 43 and a half. I'm going to go 45. It is actually, it was when I got these, 47. It Whoa. is now 48. What? Yeah. 
don't know. I thought the Giants' defense was like decent. I think they just like the Vikings' offense more than the Giants' defense, and highly, like highly the Giants like the Giants to be able to put up some points. <laughs> so, well, that's fun. Uh, Good for you guys. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. Let's uh let's shift to Christmas. It is Christmas, and um, and for the second year have... in a row, my present will be to watch my team play a game that I don't. I don't. I liked it better last year when it was the Browns and the Packers were good. Um, yeah. So, so the Packers play go down to Miami for a noon game. Uh yeah. What are your thoughts here on this one? So this one, it'd be a lot easier to feel good about this if it was in Lambeau during uh-huh. this like uh, like blizzard of the century that we're having here and the, yep. the soft Miami team. Um, but at least the, you know, the century blizzard, it's going to make Miami like a pretty reasonable temperature. <laughs> like it's going to probably be like, yeah, like 65. 60- yeah, like 60 yep. degrees, so at least we're not going to you know, be sweating it out and getting heat stroke on the sideline. Um, I don't, the, the main takeaway I have from this game, I guess I, I have two. One that I just found out about today. There's been a lot of kind of conversation in the interviews and pregame stuff about how uh, Mike McDaniel just loves Matt LaFleur. Like mm-hmm. best, 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 like quadruple B F F F F F F. Like they are so complimentary of each other, which, you know, it's, and people are asking, why don't, why don't other coaches talk about Kevin O'Connell in that way? And I can't, I can't speak to that, but I can say that Matt LaFleur is really just a, you know, an all time stand up guy, just a, just a family man, ultra dependable, ultra, you know, courageous and, and kind and caring. So it's, it's good to feel, it's good to feel good about my coach. Uh, the kind of stuff you don't hear about Mike McCarthy too often from anyone at all. So that, that, that's, that's note number one. And then note number two is, uh, we're going to have to score like 50 points to win this game. <laughs> <laughs> like it's going to be pretty fucking tough. I just I the the Joe Barry defense versus the Joe Barry soft the, def, soft zone defense against yeah these versus Waddle and Hill and Mostert and I think maybe uh, Jeff Wilson coming back and they're gonna be mad because they just lost. Gesicki will probably catch a touchdown. He'll probably catch like, three. Like probably catch yeah, a touchdown over the middle. Just so this is gonna have to be a high flying affair or else the. Packers are going to lose. Yeah. Um, and so we'll see. I hope we get fireworks. Like I said, I'm not holding this candle of like, I think they're going to run the table and make the playoffs. I don't think that. So You're I wouldn't be shocked to see a loss here. Candle. You're just no, going to not touch your mouth. Oh. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let it. I'm going to let it be. But mm. uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. I would not be shocked if they lose this game though. It doesn't, I'm not optimistic. Put it that way. And a loss. A loss basically ends. Oh, yeah. A loss, oh. like, they need to win out and several other things kind of roll their way. So Because I know not... I know 10 losses. I know 10 losses guarantee, like, teams like the Rams got eliminated from the playoffs, the Cardinals are eliminated from the playoffs, and they have 10 losses. So I know yes. 10 losses. There's, get some there's a scenario where they lose this game, and, they, you know, there's still, like, the 0.1% chance kind of deal. But yeah. 
effectively zero. Where basically the commanders and lions and Seahawks all just lose the rest of their games. Yeah. Um, which, you know, is that out of the realm possible, you know, possibility? No, it's, like, it's it not happen, impossible, but, but it, it, if they lose this game, it's effectively slamming the door shut on the season. And I would expect to see probably Jordan love next week. If, if that's what happens. So we'll who, see who, who do they, who do they play next week? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Let's see. Oh, uh, uh, is it the, is it the Vikings? Yeah. Oh, the, fuck. Like, the Vikings. It's the, it's the Vikings. It's, it's the Vikings. Uh, I, um, forgot, I forgot we had to yeah. do that again this year. It was week one. Yeah. I've had such a break. I know. I know. Uh, but yeah, I'm very interested to see how the Packers try to deal with Tyreek. Uh, they move him around all the time. We, we probably so. just won't. We probably just won't deal with him. We'll probably just yeah. allow so, him to do what he does. So we may. I don't know how many Tyreek Jair matchups we're actually going to get in this game because. Tyreek's always moving. Um, so I I don't know. And we know Joe Barry does not like to go man to man and let Jair Joe, Barry, Joe Barry doesn't like to do anything that's good, you know? Like Joe yeah. Barry, he just whenever life presents him with a choice of like good or bad, he chooses bad every single time. Yeah. But yeah, this could this could be a big day for Mostert too. So I don't I don't know. We we know he's had big days against the Packers in his career. So uh Oh yeah, thanks for bringing that shit up. By the yeah, way, that's yeah. great. Well, you know, Mike McDaniel, you know, he's he he's familiar with that, that as was, well. That was so. Several catastrophic knee injuries ago, but yes, point taken. Uh, he, he looked pretty good against against Buffalo. A couple dude, of nice dude, dude, do the over under. Uh, <laughs> over under. What do you think? Or, what what do do think the spread first. Oh, the spread. Spread. The yeah. spread. The spread. I'm gonna say Dolphins four. I'm going to give them three and a half. Uh, so the line actually, when I got these, was Dolphins four and a half. It has now shifted to Dolphins four. So after the they, I guess Boom. some people some people liked what they saw Monday night from the Packers against uh, against a terrible against team. What we call the Rams. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Against the, the artist Rams. formerly known as Rams. Yeah. yeah. All right, and for over-under, how high mm-hmm. can over-unders go? Um, I'm going to say 50. This has moved a lot for an over-under, by the way. This has shifted dramatically. Okay. Um, pretty, I'm going to say big. 53 and a half. I'm go way up. Damn, that's what I wanted. Oh, we lost us okay, again. What do you want now? <laughs> Are you oh, there, no. sir? Dustin, Give text us. Like text seconds. us your answer. Hey, oh, can you guys hear me now? Oh, oh I hear him. Yeah, I can Go. hear you now. What is? Yes. All right, all right. Fifty-four. I was going to get fifty-three and a half, but I guess I'll lost take fifty-four. You. Uh, I, I, <laughs> no, he said fifty-four. Fifty-four. He said 54. 54. Yeah. He said fifty-four. It's. It's actually when I got these notes, forty six and a half. What? Uh, it has now moved up. It has moved up to forty nine and a half. It has moved up three points in the it last. It needs to be days. higher than that. Just hammer that over. I'm That's... sure we're gonna. I, I, I'm sure we're gonna get. I'm sure we're gonna get fifty. I I definitely if that line stays under under fifty, I 100 percent am gonna be better than the over easily. On that. Yes, very much so. 
Um, so Dustin, I right. went two and two. Uh, yep. All right. Stuff. So let's uh let's go to two minute drill. All right, um, and we'll do the we'll same keep, order. We'll Dustin, order. can you hear us? Yeah. So Dustin, me, and Kevin. Dustin, you there? I'm asking first. You're asking yes. first. Ready, set, go. All right, Kevin. How much snow will fall in U.S. Bank this week? Uh, I'm thinking approximately zero inches of snow this week. What about nice. on the broadcast? Uh, maybe some fake snow, some like CG snow, but uh, yeah, not, nothing, nothing physical. All right, Adam. What is a synonym of phony that you would describe the Vikings as? <laughs> uh there are none because they're not oh uh all right dustin if you can compare justin fields to any quarterback in nfl history who would you compare him to michael vick that's fair <laughs> i knew that was coming i knew that was coming for sure it may or may not have been a trap uh kevin how nervous yeah. are you that this year's vikings team may be a team of destiny not at all. Not nervous. Zero percent. Not even a little bit nervous. I'm exactly actually what I want you to say. I'm actually very much looking to forward so to the much. inevitable collapse. Uh, That's what I want you to say. Yeah, prove me wrong, universe. You won't. All right. <laughs> it's uh, better in the past. <laughs> all right, uh, Adam. So Dustin kind of stole my question. What's the weather forecast looking like for Vikings Christmas Eve winter whiteout? What are we What are we expecting in terms of field Pro- conditions? Probably. 71 to 72 degrees. Okay. Very comfortable mm-hmm. and great to go to the game. Are you guys going to open the big giant dumb windows that kill birds or, or not? They're doors and no, they will not be open. They're made of glass. So, okay, whatever. If you uh, love the outdoors, just go outside. Just go outside right now. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to go outside, outside right after we hang up. Uh, Dustin, 15 seconds. Uh, should teams that play indoors even be allowed to win the NFC North? Uh, no, because they always say. <laughs> <laughs> like the North is a tough to play in, but when all these domes are here, it actually makes it quite easy. What if the Bears build a dome at the new stadium that they bought the land for this year? Uh, then I guess it'll be three out of the four teams. Still easy. <laughs> the, right, the, 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 Packers home, the Packers home field advantage really helped them the last couple playoffs, right? Though it's like, been right? it's been it's been massively helpful. Um, yeah, it's been super helpful for their Adam. We already it's, offense. It's, it's two minutes. We can't we can't keep going. That's it. It's over. It's the end. Yeah, this, we is, can't this, talk is, the about this is the post show. No, this isn't two minutes. This is the post show. No, this is so so. Yeah, do do the post show and then and then don't yeah. talk about the playoffs ever again. Because the Packers aren't going to be in it, or probably not, man. Probably not. On the, like the whatever single-digit percentage five thirty-eight has them at. Adam, we need we need Kornacki. We need Steve Kornacki. That's what we need. In the in the words of the great Bon Jovi, "Whoa, we're halfway there. Whoa, living on a prayer." <laughs> we're more than halfway, Kevin. We're way more than halfway. <laughs> That's not what Bon Jovi said. Don't you disparage John Francis Bon Jovi. I showed him where a bathroom was once. Yeah, yeah, you met Bon Jovi. I was just teeing you up for that one. Good job. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. You go to their website at 10ktakesmn.com. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. If you just search 10K Takes, you can also find us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at third underscore forever 10K, where we post links to our episodes each week, as well as clips from the episodes, Highlights, reactions, memes, news for the Vikings, Packers, and Bears. 
as well as the NFC North as a whole. Uh, you can also find links to me, Kevin, and probably Dustin, uh, where we're more active, at least two-thirds of us are, and more biased, especially during games. You're going to see the raw emotion that happens. I'm sure you saw a lot last <laughs> weekend for from one of us. Um, yeah, I've been your host, Adam Monster, and always by my co-host, Kevin Holm, and our mobile producer, Dustin Luco. Kevin, final words. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.